Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Peter Smith and Steve Metz. Peter Smith and Steve Metz, you are now entering the Metacars, the Metacars. <laughs> That bell was not as loud as I thought it no, was going to be, Steve. No, I hear it. Try it again. There you go. That's better. Now you're getting it. Yeah. Here we go. One more. Missed one. And it's two, actually. Uh, I wish people again. could see how uh, precisely you ring the bell. You could tell you're a true percussionist. Yeah. I'm going in with the slap back on there. Yeah, man. Just trying to make it happen. The Ted Smith, it's always good to see you. Good to see you, too, Steve. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. Yeah. I just spent a weekend, two days away from home, and I feel like I was gone for two weeks. Yeah. You ever have those like little getaways on a weekend where it feels like you packed in so much in two days that you're just like, or maybe three days because it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, that you're just like, I, I feel like I was gone for like a month. 100%. Yeah. I feel like, uh, like, like Saturday, I went to a pool party and spent the night there, right? That was just one night away. One night. And then me and Cobb from the podcast, we were driving back yesterday, and I was like, yeah, well, it's like two days ago. And he goes, Friday was just two days ago? That seems so long ago. <laughs> like, yeah, man, that's how it happens. I got home yesterday from uh, Richmond, B.C., and I'm like, oh, I got so much stuff I got to do. I got to get up early. I got to catch up. I just, you know, emails and blah, blah, blah. And I re- I'm lying in bed overthinking this, and I realized... Wait a minute! I've only been gone since Friday. Like it's not yeah. like, a, but we, you know, I went to a hockey tournament and there was five games that we played. So I mean, most people don't play five hockey games in two days. No. So I think by doing that, it felt like these were more than just two days worth of action. And then the two nights of drinking felt like a week's worth of drinking each day. Yeah. yeah. And then it makes those games even that much longer. Plus, oh. you guys play games on the last day you're there, which is different. Right. I feel like in the future, we're thinking of go- this ho- traveling hockey tournament that myself and our buddy J Mac we go to. J Mac. J Mac, what's up? Um, the next one we're hoping to go to is in, in Phoenix. All right. And we've already been talking about look, let's take Monday off. That way we can stay Sunday night in Phoenix because it sucks after the tournament's over. All the guys, the organizers are from like Canada, from Calgary. So they're always like, well, all right, we're going to get some sushi or we're going to get some drinks. You guys coming? And I'm like, yeah. Like we got to go. Like we got to wake up tomorrow. Like this is not, this is, how lucky are they? That is their job, Ted. Their job is to travel the country, Canada and America, set up these tournaments and then party with their fellow hockey friends get hammered, put on a fun event, and then get, prepare the next one in a month. And they do them once a month? Uh, yeah, I mean, they miss a couple. Like Every once in a while, it's once every two months. But for the most part, on average, it's once probably every 40 days. Huh. And that's and, and Do they, they do it for any other sports or just hockey? No, they're just hockey guys. They, ha- they run leagues as well in Canada, All like right. men's leagues. And on top of that, they do these tournaments as a way of kind of attracting more attention for their leagues, and and also just a, it's something fun for them to do. But it sure it seems like it's a money maker as well, or it's going to be eventually if they keep building and building and building. So when did you leave for the tournament? Uh, we left on Friday. All right. uh, we left right after our show. J Mac came up, hung out in the morning, and then we just hightailed it to Canada. We got stopped at customs. That was awkward. I would stop you too. Yeah, yeah, no. I gave him a hard time the next night. I, no, actually, that night I was drunk. I'm like, it's your fault, Jay. And he's like, why is it my fault? And I'm like, because when they asked you how long you've owned that car, you didn't have an answer for them right away. 
<laughs> Why doesn't he know how long he's owned his car? Because the parents owned it before him. He overthought it. They're like, well, how long have you had this vehicle? And it's like, just say anything. You, you stalled. Now we're possibly going to get arrested for nothing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, you're, now you're out on the side like it's possible uh, drug traffickers. We must have, yeah. Human traffickers. You guys could have been trafficking anything. Right. And those hockey bags, you never know. I think that's really what was the red flag. They see these two giant hockey bags, so they wanted to put us off to the side. And, and honestly, I watched the guy search our car, and he just opened up the hockey bags, opened up the other doors just to look, and then came back and goes, here's your keys. <laughs> I'm like all that. So for when this? they search your car, you're not you're not still near it. No, they send us into the office. All right. So we're we're just milling about, waiting, sweating, and I had to pee so bad. So yeah, I'm like stressing, and I had to pee, and the doors are locked. You need a code, but I didn't want to like ask. So you're the, like in a jail cell. It felt like it. Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. You need a code to get out of there, Steve. It's either that or the bathroom at Whole Foods. <laughs> so, we got done, got over the border, hosted up at the hotel. We got to enjoy a water slide. There was a giant water tube in our hotel. Nice. So, there's kids enjoying it, and then Jay and myself. Wait a minute. That sounds like the story I had with me and Ben from uh, two weeks ago in Spokane. There was a water slide at the hotel in the big pool. Oh, so yeah. me and Ben went out there and we did the water slide, and then we, and then after a while, we just we got out because it's like it's just two two adult dudes and then children. That, it, that was exactly what it was. Yeah. It was a dad and his kids, and then another set of kids and us. So yeah. now we're all just doing this. We must have run, ran that water slide like fifteen times. Nice, and it was just this rotation of all of us. Like there's like eight of us. The only other adult was the dad, just making sure his little children can get down the slide okay. And then there's me and Jay just being idiots going, Ugh. See, our problem was was that there was no other adults actually swimming. Uh-huh. So when the pool itself was just like Ben and I and yeah. children. And then it was like every time we moved somewhere, it was like, not only the kids meant to, but it seemed like they kept moving to the same area that we kept moving. Then finally we were just like, is there a hot tub? Is there like a place where adults go? <laughs> The guy was like, yeah, but it's inside. We were like, we don't care. We'll go in there. Just anything. We want to be in water, but not around a bunch of children. Basically, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That Did was... you guys try to break into your pool late night? No. We were too hammered to even consider right. that. Like, we were just hanging out with everybody else, just being drunk. Yeah, but, yeah. then we didn't either. <laughs> I don't buy it. Yeah. Yeah, we never got how, in. How did you try and break into it? Uh... So, like, our balcony on our hotel room was looking at the pool, so it was like, we can get in there. We'll just slide in right there. So, you're going to hop through the balcony? Well, no. That was the issue. We thought we could get over into the pool pretty uh-huh. easy. It had, like, three entrances. We didn't realize at nighttime, they're all closed up with, like, an eight-foot security fence that had, like, you know, like, uh, I, I just felt like if I tried to hop it, I was going to tased you. I was going to impale myself or right. something. Something bad was going to happen. They do that knowing full well that if they didn't put that up there, somebody would climb it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's basically what you get at like two in the morning. Here's me and Ben walking around and finally it's like, oh, screw it. Barbed wire, spiked, yeah. pe- moving spikes on the fences. We must protect this pool. Yeah. yeah. Keep everybody out. Uh, you know, we'll get more into the stories, but why don't we do what we usually do here on the Megacast? And that's one simple thing. That's to get the, well, I guess it's three simple things. You're getting the heart race and the blood pumping and the brain functioning. Last week I said because the WWE's Monday Night Raw is coming, we're a week away, Ted. A, a week, week away. away. That, <laughs> that was crazy. And we looked at each other in a very intense manner. Yeah, I know. We're like, a week away, brother. 
<laughs> August 10th at the Xfinity Arena in Everett, and we're going to be hanging out at the Why Not Sports Bar up until we decide to go into the arena. So if you're yeah. around that area, be sure to swing by and say hi. We're going to be doing what we do, which is drinking and eating. Yeah. Ted will be doing more of the drinking. I might be doing more of the eating. Yeah, I'm looking forward to some chicken wings. All right. Maybe a burger. Who knows? Something greasy. Chaos. Yes. So why don't we get 10? Like we said last week, we're doing wrestling theme songs. All right. This one I decided to go with uh, is a wrestling theme song. He's not one of our bigger wrestlers these days anymore. He had, well, I guess he's still a bigger wrestler in size. But it's our man, Mark Henry. All right. I love his theme song. Step I think it's uh, the 3-6 Mafia did this song for him. All right. I love it. All right. It is a great song. Let's get that brain functioning, Ted. All right. Let's do it. Try to remember how to whip, 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 at like 2 in the morning nice. outside of a bar in Richmond, British Columbia. Nice. I just looked at everybody and go, I don't know about you guys, but I'm about to get some push-ups done. And uh, at first, nobody was going to do it with me except for one girl. All right. And props to Emily. She was one of the coolest chicks that we met over the weekend. She's from Canada. All right. Like, if you saw her, you would just think, oh, she's just this, she's a girly girl. Like, she's just pretty and, you know, very nice and always smiling. She's a welder. A badass hockey player. Nice. And she's willing to do push-ups at 2 in the morning. I like it. So we're doing the push-ups, and other people start coming in, because now it's like you got a girl doing it, so now all now the other guys- to show off. Right. So now they're doing all the push-ups, and i got to be honest, Ted, I think it's because I was drunk, but also because we do all these push-ups, and it's like my thing now to like to do push-ups from time to time. People are bowing out, and I'm still just going. I'm just like, let's go. Come on, everybody. <laughs> Next day, I, I, I remembered we did this. I looked at Emily in our locker room, because she was on my team- and I'm like, do you remember doing push-ups with me? She goes, that's why my hands were all dirty when I woke up in the morning. I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, I woke up and I had all this dirt under my fingernails and my arms hurt. And my, my pants had like dirt smarks on it. She's like, we did push-ups in the middle of the street, didn't we? I'm like, yes. Dude, it was like two or three in the morning partying at uh, our buddy's house. And me and Cobb and Matt, MCTP, yeah. we all kind of looked at each other. I guess it was like two. It's like... Let's get some real quick. Yes. We started doing it, and then somebody came down in the basement and was like, what is going on down here? I think it was a girl. She was like, it's just a bunch of guys doing push-ups. Mega family, when you're out and you're drunk and you're partying and having a good time, at some point, you have to initiate getting at least 10 push-ups with you and your friends. Yeah, and it'll get upped. It'll start being like, let's get 20, let's do yep. this. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. It, it, makes you, it gives you extra energy. Nothing better than it. Nothing better than a TED Talk, too. Ted Talks, starring the Tech Smith. <laughs> this Ted Talk, and a few of them will be pretty liked coming up here. It's uh, that part of the summer, but just want to remind people, just have fun, man. Whether you're out going crazy on a log boom at Seafair, uh, whether you're in Canada playing hockey, 
just have fun and really enjoy what you're doing. For maybe maybe you just have a little solo cookout every Sunday on Seafair. Yes. You know what I mean? The point is, though, enjoy the hot dogs, <laughs> relax, watch those jets fly overhead, and, uh, you know, unfortunately, the summer will be gone quick enough before you know it. Yeah. So get out there. Let's squeeze out the sunlight. You know, put your suntan lotion on and uh, have fun out there. Still got a little bit more time, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, I feel like, especially in Seattle, man, Seafair is such a big weekend. It's like all of a sudden Seafair's over, and it's like, I was like, oh, I guess the only thing next is football. We got paint in the grass. Yeah, well, we still do. Yeah, I would, there's plenty of stuff still coming <laughs> that's like, up. But that's my that's like my summer like that. That to me is like the symbol that the summer is done. Paint in the grass. Yeah, because I'm like, okay, well, I still got paint in the grass. Yeah, but then yeah, you're right. It's football time. Well, like I got meltdown this weekend. Oh, that's right. Yeah. How, how pumped are you for that, man? I'm pretty excited. So have you ever all figured out? Like, do you got like costumes? You got all you you guys because I know you guys do it and you do it big. Yeah. At your campsite. I mean, our campsite's all set up. We got, uh, I just saw a PDF today with like the meal plan and stuff people are making. <laughs> Somebody made a PDF of a meal plan? Yeah. That's impressive. I Trust me. I know. I was like, I didn't even know that was a thing. Uh, I'm going to do some bartending Saturday night. My costume, I'm not really sold on yet. So I think I got to go uh, hit like a costume store tomorrow and kind of look at some stuff. See what grabs you. Yeah, but the theme's magical animals. It shouldn't be that hard to come up with some kind of crazy animal thing, you know? I mean, if there's any bronies out there, holler at your boy. You should do, like, a magic, like, an animal, but, like, as a magician. Steve, I swear to God, I had the exact same idea, because I have a horse head. Yeah. So it's like, I'll just get, like, oh, a That t- horse head's creepy, man. I don't know if you want to be rocking that at this thing. <laughs> but that was You might scare people. I'll be a, magi- a magician with, a, with an animal head. You should be a rabbit. That is a magician, and then your trick is you pull a human out of your hat. Oh, like a little Barbie doll. Yeah. Dude, that's pretty good, actually. That would... You do that to a girl at Meltdown. I can't guarantee you will get laid from that, but I could only imagine you would get a nice, like, a nice extended makeout session. That would work. Right. 100%. Or a good, yeah, good sweet hug and a kiss. Yeah. Well, you sold me on the makeout sesh, bro. Now you're taking it away? <laughs> you're such a tease, Steve. <laughs> what is going on? That was awful. Of me. Right. I had you sold, and then I just downplayed it. Right. You said, well, I can't guarantee you're going to get laid. I'm like, all right, fair point. But right. I, you're like basically guaranteed a sweet makeout yeah, sesh. And then it became a hug. Right. It's like, maybe you can get a hug. Well, look, I can get good hugs all over the place, yeah. Steve. You know, you might get a high five from a girl, or maybe even just like, you know, a approval, approving smile. That's about it. It's going to be 3 a.m. like Saturday night, Sunday morning. I'm going to be sitting in the campsite going, I don't get it. Steve told me I was guaranteed to make out with a chick tonight. It's <laughs> at one end, Barbie doll on the other end. You just throw, this Barbie doll has done nothing for me. Right? Then some, some weirdo dressed up as a toad is going to come around the corner and be like, oh my God, with you. <laughs> get away from me, magical toad. <laughs> Why is your voice so deep for a woman? <laughs> but would you like to see a magic trick? <laughs> right. Hang on, Toad. Let me at least earn it. Rabbit pulling a human out of a magic hat is a good... Uh, I think that would work. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And if I see you at Meltdown doing the same costume and you're in the Mega Family, I'm not going to be happy. That's a dick move. Yeah. Yeah, don't steal that. You could steal anything else, but don't steal that. That's a great idea, dude. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to Champion tomorrow. Get a, I got to get a, So first I got to find- You got to get a top hat. Right. So I should just try to find like a rabid body, right? 
or like a bunny body and like a full bunny costume. Okay. And then I'll just, I'll just, people could tell I'm a bunny even without the bunny head on. Right. You could even get like, you know, maybe like, I don't know, like Will Whiskers you could glue onto your face. Well, I got a lot of whiskers on there now. That's a good point. Um, I don't know. Yeah, you could do something. I'm sure there's like face paint that you could like put on that would make you look a little bit more, and then maybe like glue or, or, or like poke a hole in the, the, the top hat and have bunny ears sticking out of it. Yeah. And then well, get, you gotta get a, you gotta get a tail. Should I be should I be wearing the top hat or should I be carrying it around? I think you should be wearing it, but have a Barbie doll in there, and then whenever you do your trick, you just take the hat off, and you. But then your ears come off with your hat. See, I'm thinking I'm gonna carry the hat around. Yeah, you should probably carry the and hat then around. just put the ears up top. Yeah, do that. Yeah, because otherwise it's gonna have a lot of like there's gonna be a lot of inconsistencies to your hat. Yeah, yeah, and we, I'm sure people are big on continuity when it comes to summer meltdown. Yeah, well, and there's a certain point where, like, like you wear the costume out, but I feel like that only lasts about an hour. Right. And then in the beer garden, it's like, all right, I'm taking the hat back. And then it's just going to be like, are you just a bunny? But like, dude, there was another part to it, but you missed it. Right, you missed find the whole me, joke. Find me later in the late night tent. And, and you got to be also pretty, uh, I think, um, you got to be... You got to pick and choose your spots to pull the magic trick. Oh, 100%. You can't just be doing it for everybody. Right. Everyone's be like, dude, we saw this. Everyone's yeah. talking about your cute little magic trick. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to go to Target and buy a damn Barbie. That might be a fun experience for you. Yeah. Nothing creepy about that. And if somebody asks me, like, is this for your niece or nephew? I'm going to go, no, it's for me. That's right. And just double down on the stair. All right, we got to take right. a break. We'll talk more about uh, what happened over the, the weekend for both of us, hopefully at some point. But coming up next, do you think you are a douche? Only partly. All right. Well, <laughs> we have 15 red flags that will say that you are a douche. All right. We're going to see how many of them that we're guilty of when the Megacast returns. Ted and Steve are gone for now, but give it a minute and they will be back. The Megacast will be back. Coming to theaters this Friday, the action thriller Rolling Stone calls predictable, and the New York Times calls reasonable. Mission possible. Only missions that seem possible. Like answering simple questions. Hunt, where's the closest Starbucks, man? You know what? I'm not so sure about that. I'll go find more information about it. Okay, let me know. Going to the doctor's office. Where's the, where's the medical test? Where's the blood test? And making sure people practice good manners. You're stepping over a line now. You're stepping over a line. You know you are. Put your manners back in. Just a man taking it easy after a pretty hectic life. Mission Possible. I mean, he completed all the other impossible missions, so they must have been possible too, but whatever. In theaters this weekend. These two guys are far from ordinary. The Megacast is back. We've got to matter anyway. I 
bone to pick with that band. Who was that, Steve? The band is called Migs. Oh wow! I saw that on uh, on like my uh, iTunes music, like one of the new hot tracks, and it's this song called "Ordinary" by a band named Migs with two G's that have hmm. I guess been around for a while. Hmm. I mean, I, I got rid of one nickname and got myself to be distanced from STP, which was also Stone Temple Pilots. Now here I am with my new nickname or my old nickname that's now new again, and there's a band called Migs. There's a band called the Smiths. Good point. <laughs> I shouldn't worry about it then. Thank you, Ted. That's why I bring you into this mix, into the weird thinkings that are inside of my head. <laughs> I just worry about that band. Why? I don't know. It's a little... That seems like one of those shows you would take me to and we'd be the oldest people there again. Yeah. Like brand new. Like brand new. Which I will be seeing at Bumbershoot. Of course you are. Yeah. What are you going to see? Uh, Faith No More. And brand new. And brand new. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You'll be that one guy making the transition between those crowds. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. My wife and I are going. I will be visibly the oldest person. Well, maybe not for Bumbershoot, but in general, in theory, I'm the oldest person that would be at a brand new show. My wife would be like one of the youngest people to be at a Faith No More show. Right. It's just yeah. funny because it's like, I know a few people from work are going to see Faith No More. Right. But I just don't see that many people being like, the two bands I really want to see, Faith No More and Brand New. To me, like some weird, like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's going to be, a, you're going to be that guy. You just, you can't lump me in any musical category, Ted. You can't, Steve. That's right. And I won't. I appreciate That's why we're friends. <laughs> yeah, before we get to the whole red flags that you're a douche, I figured what better way to start that conversation than to play audio of what... It's truly a douche-like piece of audio. All right. You got. You remember the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, in the world of wrestling? Sure. Remember his, uh, his guy, like his security, his muscle. Zeus? Not Zeus. Virgil. Virgil. All right. Right. And Virgil's kind of become a joke over the years because, well, he just will do anything and everything for money to the point where, like, if you follow him on Twitter, he will tweet, he will DM you on Twitter and say, hey, if you want me to follow you, just... Float me like 25, 50 bucks or something like that. Are you serious? Yeah. Damn. And he'll like show up in subways and set up a table and offer to sign like eight by tens for money, take pictures for money. It's kind of sad. I thought you were going to say for a sandwich. <laughs> if he was offering me a sandwich, I think I might give him the money. Would you buy him a foot long for an autograph? Ooh. Yes. I what would. if it's a turkey bacon avocado one, man? That's like a $9 foot long. I was going to say, it's got to be part of the five, the four ninety nine Subway deal. All right. All right. I'll do that. I'll give him a six inch. I think you should buy him a foot long and then a milk and apple and treat him like a child. <laughs> <laughs> he should be treated like a child based on a tweet that he put out about a week ago. All right. Uh, he wrote, good morning, Twitter. Here is something to motivate your sorry ass. All right. All right. And it's not a picture. It's, it, it's a video. Okay. Are you ready to hear what he did? He's shirtless in this video. Now, All right. Virgil's an older guy at this point. He's probably, in, I got to imagine, late 50s, early 60s. Still in good shape. He's not like chiseled. Okay. But you and I would be more than happy to take over that body. Mm-hmm. Wait, that did not sound right. <laughs> well, I know what you meant, man. Okay. As long as you know what I mean, I'm sure everyone's Like, gonna... it's hard for me to judge other people shirtless and be like, you know what? That guy's not, he's not ripped. Right. I mean, I'm this. Yeah. So here's Virgil. Enjoy, Ted. Good morning, Twitter. Check out what a real man look like. Okay, tight is hell. That's what real men look like. Hey, all you honeys out there, when you wake up in the morning, does your man look just good? Okay? Does your man look like you your heart skips a beat when you look at him? If not, 
you can call me too, okay? I can come and help you on that man getting himself together for the right M-O-N-E-Y. That's called money, baby. And I can get your man looking good. Get him like... Damn. And I didn't stop it. Like, it, he just didn't edit it so that it could all fit on the Twitter. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't sound like he's really prepared to make this big statement. Oh. He just threw that up there for no reason. And man. there's a hundred acronyms you could use to sound cool for money, right. but he just spelt it out. You know, it's that M-O-N-E-Y. Money. Money. Like, yeah, you just spelt it out, dude. <laughs> I mean, seriously. It's only five letters we could spell. Right. There's a thousand different things you could have said. Cheese, cheddar, Skrilla. I think you could have done it better. You could, for the right price, Virgil should hire you to write his. Yeah, no kidding, man. That's it's brutal. And then what is he just slapping himself? That's what it sounds like. <laughs> if the Ted Smith was going to do that, how would it sound? Uh, all right, lady. Do I have to do it in Virgil's voice or going to do it in my voice? Do it in your own. I don't care. All right, <laughs> ladies. Tired of your man not paying attention to enough? Uh, details slipping by? Maybe he's not even nice enough. Not entertaining you. Well, look, it's your boy, the Ted Smith. I'm going to help you out. How much will this cost? It only be a small amount of cheddar. Girl, I got you. Hit me up. Boom. Right? Way better. Right? And he probably practiced his. God. <laughs> M-O-N. E-Y. E-Y. Like, even if he had just said M-O-N, like, that's his acronym for money, I would have accepted it. But he spelled out the whole word. And even if he just spelled out the whole word, I still wouldn't like, eh, but then he had to say, money. Thanks, Virgil. None anytime, of us can spell. Right. And anytime you have to yell about how much you're about money, it kind of lets the rest of the world know that you don't have much. Exactly. And in fact, that's actually one of the red flags that you're a douche <laughs> uh, in a roundabout way. Uh, where is it? Uh, when people say, here's one of the signs. You tell people you're going to be a millionaire by 30. Yeah. Usually those are the people that aren't going to be a millionaire by 30. No. They're going to be the people who are constantly doing get rich quick. They're the ones that are selling those random like health supplements to their buddies. And if they sell enough of them, then they get it for free. And then they make money off of whatever their friend sells. Yeah. And they're also uh, like just one thing in life that just never works. There's, there's not magic pills. No. You know? There so are, but not for that. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, here's a couple. <laughs> Ted, I want to see if we're guilty of these. I got to be guilty of at least a couple. All right, we'll fly through some of them. Some of them, obviously, we'll probably go a little bit more into detail about. But uh, I think this one both of us are not guilty of. All right. You said, come at me, bro, before. I don't think I ever have. If I've ever said it, it was definitely not said in actual anger. It was maybe a, like in a joking way to mock that line. Come at me, bro. Yeah, I'm trying to think of even the times I've been that close to like getting in a fight. I don't think I've ever said I that. Even, and, and the more I think about it, just saying come at me, bro, doesn't feel at all comfortable coming out of my mouth. I don't think I've ever said that then. Yeah. All right. Next one. I think the most, I think the most, like the broish thing I've ever said when talking about somebody was I just like, there was somebody I wasn't. A, Either way, the line I said was just, hey, you tell that guy if I see him, I'm going to hurt him. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure he can beat me up. I will find a brick or a bottle. I'm going to hurt him. (laughs) What the hell? When did that happen? Oh, that was years ago, Steve. Is this while you were living around here? Yeah. That was like eight years, eight or nine years ago. Do I know this person? No, but you know the mutual friend in between. So I know the person that you told that. Like yeah. You, the messenger. I know the messenger. You know the messenger. Oh, I can't wait till we go to a break. <laughs> First question's going to be, hey, man. Right. Who's that messenger? All right, next one. You call people boss. No. I call people guy sometimes. Or 
I say bro, though. I mean, I, I say feel like brother all the time. Brother to anybody. Yeah, pal. Not often. I used to say pal more. Yeah. Um, bud, buddy. I, I mean, I, any of those, I guess, could fall. I don't think boss is all that bad. No. All right. Next I can one. think of somebody who says boss. He calls me boss every time I see him. Is it the same person that's the messenger? No, this is the guy that lives in my building that we call Super Bro. Oh, yeah, then he's, a, he's probably one of the douches that oh, they're talking about. 100%. Uh, you wear a flat-billed cap. Uh, I'm a little guilty of that one. I don't know if that's really necessarily a, a douchey thing. It used to be, but it's, so, it's kind of just fashion now. Right. And I, I just can't rock a flat-billed cap. It just doesn't look right on me. I have to curve the, ki- I have to curve the bill. Otherwise, it just does not work for my face. I have certain ones that I leave flat and think it looks cooler that way. They say the flat bill is popular among wannabe gangsters that live with their moms and listen to new metal. Uh, I don't know if that's true anymore. Yeah, it feels like they're making a connection to Fred Durst. And, yeah. And how long ago was Fred Durst? It was that 99, 2000. Yeah, that's what I mean. We've yeah. moved on. Yeah. Uh, Bluetooth. I think that goes without saying. I only knew one person that ever used it all the time. Uh, I knew him too. <laughs> Unless you're in your car, you should not have your Bluetooth attached to you at all. No. You look stupid. You, there's nothing cool about wearing a Bluetooth. No. It looks horrible. It never seemed cool. Right. Like, I get Like, right. If you're in your car, that's one thing. Yeah, I get it. You don't want to f- search for it. You never know. You're so popular that you just don't know how many times you're going to get called while you're in your car. I understand. Put it in your ear. Fine. But outside of that, don't walk around with the Bluetooth in your ear just talking. Yeah. You look dumb. Right? And I mean, it's not like you're working for emergency service of the police like you're probably not getting a call that's that important right there. no it's your wife asking you to bring home some bread tonight because you guys are having sandwiches right and how hard is it i do this all the time there is sometimes you got to take a phone call and you just go oh hey man i got to take this one i haven't you know this is somebody i haven't talked to in a while or whatever right you get you, you can walk outside the bar you could walk outside the restaurant you could leave the <laughs> you could leave the smoking circle apparently these are the only three places i hang they're gonna say the gentleman's club yeah oh I haven't been to one in a while. Yeah. Need to get back in there. Let me know how that goes for you. Well, I have a friend that was going out with a stripper, and I was talking to him, and I said, hey, man, are you going to stop being selfish? And he goes, what do you mean? And I go, you keep talking about your date with the stripper. Let's talk about how I'm going to meet some of these strippers. Right. Like, are you going to go out with them? Yeah. You know? And am I going to be invited? Yeah. As you should. Um, You watch MMA and feel hard after. Well, I mean, I depends. Mean, Which fight are you, are you watching, Ronda Rousey? <laughs> a different type of. I love watching MMA, but I can tell you this: the only thing it proves to me is that I am not tough at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't ever think, oh, I want to fight somebody afterwards. No. But I bet th- that that's a red flag that you're a douche, and we're not douches. Yeah, so we're not douches. We're Steve. not douches. We're learning that. Not yet. Uh, you wear a crucifix for no reason. There's nothing Christ-like about bringing home a clap-riddled bimbo and telling her condoms aren't your thing because they feel weird. Oh, wow. I don't wear a cross, so I don't have to worry about that. You wearing a cross? No, I don't. Yeah. I don't wear any jewelry except for my wedding ring. All right. That's right. <laughs> uh, I'll go fly through a couple other ones. Um, uh, that's one. Um, uh, you send D-pics to girls you just met on Tinder before you even meet them? Hmm. It's been covered on the podcast a little bit. I think Matt's sending out D-Pics. That's right. You've been telling me that. He's going crazy. Yeah. I mean, I did. It, we've talked about my one experience where I did it unsolicited, and I never will. Well, obviously, now I'm not doing it at all, but when I did it and it wasn't solicited, I've done it when it was, when they were prepared, and it, 
excited to receive that picture, or I think they were excited, but sending it off without getting permission is never a good idea. I think, I think I'm going to make a mega promise that by the end of October, I'll send a D-pick. Okay. This is exciting. This is, because i got to go out and find a girl that's into this stuff. And You have until October. Otherwise, the end of October. End of October. If you do not pull it up by the end of October, I get to scroll through your phone and just pick a random girl. Oh, oh that's bad. Yes. Yeah. That's pressure. That is pressure. Ted, you work better when pressure is on you. I do. I do. That's right. Let's see how that works. Yeah. All right. All right. Send it on a D-pick before. The only rule is if I, ask, if I pick on somebody who is your family member, you have the right to veto that. Okay. Because I'm not trying to make things weird for you at the next Christmas gathering. No, and there's not that many in there. So it's either going to be like an X or like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's the only X I have in there is one I like. She'd probably just be like, you're an idiot. <laughs> Could you imagine? She's just doing her thing, maybe getting some lunch. All of a sudden, oh, text, Ted just texted me. I haven't me. heard from him in months. Well, now he's doing it. It's just your schlong. Oh, man. Oh, man. Why did I agree to this this quickly? I don't Have know. I officially agreed to this? Yes. It's too late. There's other ones, but that, those are like the, the, the meat and potatoes are the ones I thought were kind of funny. <laughs> the cornerstones of being douchey. Yeah. So I feel like we're all right. Yeah, I feel like for the most part. I guess, I mean, so when I was uh, over in, in, in Richmond, I don't know if it's douchey or not. The guys on the show on BJ Miggs, they, they seem like I was... They, they like to like paint me into a corner and I'm like this destructive drunk that does stupid stuff. You? Yeah, because I like to be mischievous. All right. I, I don't think it's destructive, but I, I thought it was a fun game we could have had. We finished drinking on Saturday night. We're out in the, now in the parking lot of the hotel. Let's, let's say what really happened. The bar closed. Yes. And they kicked us out. I like that. We finished drinking. <laughs> it's like you guys are responsible guys. Like, you know what? It's 1115. I think we should be done with drinking. Let's head out to the parking lot. I feel bad for the, the, the hotel bar, right? Because they have, they did not expect all of us to just come into their hotel bar that night, like on Saturday night, but we did. And they, all they had was one bartender and one waitress. That's how it always happens at the hotel bar. And then we had like 30 of us show up Damn. and we're all drinking. One of our buddies, Dave, he's the best guy in the world. He had a, a pitcher at all times. And anytime my beer got low or my, or J Max beer got low, he was refilling it. So I have no idea how many beers I was drinking. All right. Our other friend, she was not feeling all that hot and she started puking, but Ooh. she couldn't get up. So we had a bunch of empty glasses. So she's co- like, like has her mouth, like her hand over her mouth and she's just puking into cups. Oh, right. And I had no idea that was going on. So I'm like watching and I'm like, Oh, what's going on with her? And then all of a sudden I'm like, how is it that she's making these empty glasses get refilled with liquid? And it wasn't like, it was like watery vomit. Yeah, it was just beer. Right. And so as it's going down, we're running out of cups or, or glasses. And so Jay is like, you need to chug your beer. I'm like, I, I can't, man. I'm too drunk. He's like, she needs it. She, she's gonna, I'm like, oh, okay. And I just crush it, hand it to him. And there's another empty, like not empty beer, but there's an unclaimed beer. Are they beer. plastic cups or? No, they're like they're pint glasses. <laughs> oh, oh, so now she's filling more and more. And, and now there's another beer on the table. And we have no idea who beer that is. And, and Jay's like, you got to crush that one again. I'm like, I just crushed one. Why he's isn't like, he crushing it? Because he's like holding glasses and moving. Like he's trying to make sure that nothing gets on the table. So he's got he's like the assembly line, and I'm like his provider of the goods, which is a, a empty glass. 
Now I'm like scurrying, trying to grab anyone's empties and like lining them up. It's just a mess, dude. Did, at no point could you get her off and take her to the bathroom in between this? I don't think she wanted anyone to know what was going on. So she was trying to be covert. So she just got a hand over the glass and we're just kind of passing glasses underneath it. <laughs> trying to crush another beer, put it down. Eventually she's done. We get her back to where her room is, where her but where her roommate is, and get everything's cool. And we go back outside. And I'll tell you what happens outside because then that's when drunk Steve and Jay are losing our minds in the in the the parking lot of the hotel. All right, all right, all right. Let's uh, take a quick break, and when we get back, more drunk stories. Drunk right. stories. Guys, he sent a text he regretted sending, but he had a plan. The new Tom Brady GPS app. Guilt. Prevention. System. Wish I never would have sent that text. I'll use the new Tom Brady app. Your cell phone will self-destruct in five seconds. Not only ridding your phone of incriminating evidence, it also destroys the phone you sent the text to. Because of a friend's faulty text, your cell phone will self-destruct in five seconds. What? Get away from your cell phone immediately. Huh? The new app, Tom Brady's GPS, Guilt Prevention System. Get it before it's too late. Why did I text her I love you? If I had fingers, I would let tech play with them and twist them all the time. The Megacast is back. Come on, YG, do you dance? Who is that? Uh, YG. All right. That sounds, dance, like, YG. that sounds like old school uh, West Coast hip hop. The, the beats are great. Yeah. 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 I was feeling that too. Kind of just had that like the nice, like sleep yeah, like dog, that, doggy it, style. Yeah, type. like that 90s Dre kind yeah. of the chronic. Yeah. yeah. Are you excited about that Dre movie or about the, the NWA? NWA? I yeah. am. The only thing that sucks about the NWA movie, and I'm going to be kind of a nerd about it, mm-hmm. is I think it sucks. Because now, like six months from now, all those annoying people we know will all be huge NWA fans. Right. You know, like yeah. like the street cred I had for knowing those guys and knowing those songs. We'll be gone, Steve. Yeah. I'll yeah. just be another white guy. Who does know how to do the whip and nay nay now, though. That's a good point. So, I mean, at least you have that. You have that that will trump everything else. I can hope so. I mean, I don't know, man. All so, right, all so, right you're, so you're puking in the cups. Right. I've seen some video, that I video, you the pictures. but I've seen some pictures now, and it, it's helping out a little bit, because she doesn't look 
completely destroyed. Right. The waitress you, has been walking by as this is all going on, has no idea. Right. You could tell she kind of has that look of like, yep, yep, I got sick. Right. So now we all end up outside because, like you said, the bar decided to tell us to leave because it's closing time. Is this the bar in the hotel? Well, it's kind of attached to the hotel, but you walk outside the hotel to get to the bar. Okay. Right. And it's called uh, like uh, the Shark Bar. Yeah. Right. So we're done. Then all of a sudden, as we're getting ready to go, one of the guys goes, why don't we, I've got some beer. Why don't we just set up out here? I'll put some music on in my car and we'll just drink outside. All right. Sure. Here yeah. it is, two in the morning. Now we're just, just crushing beers and drinking, doing shots. and Oh, while we're in the bar. So basically, you're tailgating at 2 a.m. Right, for nothing. For the next day's games. <laughs> I try to get us a bunch of shots of Fireball for like 10 of us. I'm like, 10 shots of Fireball. And the guy's like, all right. And he comes back and goes, we don't have any more Fireball. I'm like, 10 shots of Washington apples. He's like, all right, I don't know how to make those. I'm like, I don't either. He's like, I think there's like crown and like some apples juice or cranberry juice. It's definitely red. Right. I know there's crown and it's red. So I go, just get creative and make them however the F you want to make them. <laughs> like I'm smiling. <laughs> and I'm like, just don't make them taste bad. And he's like, all right. And then he made them. They did not taste like your typical Washington apples. Do they still taste okay? They tasted better than doing a shot of crown. At that point in the night. You know All when right. you're like so drunk, the idea of drinking like a hard alcohol shot does not seem like a good idea. Yeah. So, well, outside of Fireball. Right. Fireball is just in its own class. Yeah. So we did a bunch of those shots. And... uh now we're outside. We're all just having a great time. We got music blasting. Oh, best part. You'll love this. This has to be a limited time. This goes from, it ends at four-ish. So Damn. We, right. Nobody ever showed up? Oh, no, a, oh no, they do. Oh. That's the best part. Oh, okay. Before that happens, we leave the bar. Now we're walking aimlessly to this car. My buddy uh, KP, who I met, who was on our team, that guy in the mustache, the picture that you saw, uh, he just looks at me and goes, yep. Yeah. All right, Steve, we're doing this, man. I'm like, yeah, and I'm holding him. We're just both drunk. And he goes, we're making our way in this world today. And then I look at him and I go, takes everything you got. And then all of a sudden he sings the next line to cheers. cheers. He goes, blah, 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 blah. and I go, it sure will help a lot. Next thing you know, everybody picks up the ball and runs with it. There's 20 strong people singing the theme song to, to, to Cheers. cheers. While we're walking around, and none of us bothered to pull out our phones and record it because I think we were all just enjoying the moment. So now we're like, when you like to get away, sometimes you got, and everyone's screaming it and singing it, holding each other. Like, it's the weirdest, coolest experience. I can't even. You're bonding. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then there's parts where none of us know the words. So we're just like, blah, 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 like just being idiots. Yeah. We get to the area where the music's playing. We're having fun. Now we're singing. All of us are singing Don't Want to Miss a Thing by uh, Aerosmith. The Armageddon song? Yes. All right. <laughs> and the best part. The best. Okay. All of a sudden, The Devil Went Down to Georgia starts up. All right. Full on hoedown. Dancing, slapping knees. Every dozy doing, you know, with the arms locking. All right. But drunk guys dozy doing gets a little bit more extreme. Yeah. We're flinging each other around. We're all laughing and hugging and high fiving, bouncing. I'm I'm just double fists in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, we see two security guards walking towards us. We're like, oh man, they're gonna end it. The whole time, I'm like, just keep dancing. 
just keep dancing. Stance through it. Dancing, and they finally come up to us, and they're just looking at us like, Assessing the situation. So, like, are you in the back of the hotel in the parking lot? No, we're or are like, you like in a parking lot randomly somewhere in the city. No, we're in a parking lot that is about five. No, about I bet about twenty feet from the front entrance of the hotel. Jeez, <laughs> oh, that's even better. Like, I just I'm pictured you guys at least like in the back. No, no. So I'm dancing. Like, yeah, yeah. They come over and like, uh. I think in their head, they're probably thinking, these guys are harmless. None of us are being jerks. Granted, good thing they didn't come here when I was convincing our buddy Sharky to start a bonfire. And we were going to start the bonfire with just one empty box that was for beer. Oh, So we're trying to set fire to this one box. Even if it did catch fire, it would have been the weakest bonfire ever. 100%. Yeah, so, but they come over and they're like, you guys, uh, we can't have you being this loud this close to the hotel. I don't know who on our group was smart enough to ask this question, but they said, so what you're telling us is we can't be loud this close to the hotel. If we go further from the hotel, can we continue to be loud in the parking lot? And they both looked at each other and go, yeah, I don't see what's the problem with that. (laughs) Okay. Minus the drunk guys moving vehicles. That's where things got weird. So now we're like, well, we got to get the music and all this, the beers, all everything's kind of in the, the SUV. And and I think I was the one that goes, nobody's driving drunk. All right. We pushed the car. You pushed it? So I get it. So the keys aren't in the ignition. No, he had to put it in neutral. All right. And he got behind the wheel, which is probably, at the end of the day, is not very smart. No, but I like it. He said, we'll push it. Nobody's right. driving. Right. Just put it in neutral. Don't have the car on. The engine's not running. And there's 20 of us just screaming, yeah, pushing this car. I mean, luckily, a practically empty parking lot. So there was really no risk of him hitting anything. How long do you stay in the parking lot after this happens? A good hour. And then the security guard never messed with you again? No, we just kind of faded. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like 4 a.m. We knew we had to get up around 9 to go play some hockey. So we're just like, oh, there was another point where I was trying to convince everybody to uh, flip the car. Oh. And I was like, we'll get a bunch of- What kind of, of car? I was just like, uh, some kind of an SUV. Oh, sure, SUV. That'll be easy to flip. Well, I figured if we get a bunch of sheets from the hotel, we wrap it. This is my. This is the way I'm thinking. We wrap it so that way we can gently flip it. Just to say that we flipped it, but we won't cause any damage to the vehicle. No, none whatsoever. None, no, 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 nothing. I'm guessing was, the guy whose car it is is like, we're not doing this. Right. When we all started chanting, flip the car, he comes, nobody's flipping my car. We're like, all right. <laughs> so we get it down there. Now we're all even more jacked because we just moved the car. Yeah. Like, this was a success story. <laughs> we're all hugging and screaming and singing. And man, then finally we had to shut down that night. But that was probably one of the craziest, like, harmless, but insane nights that I've had in a long time. So, what were BJ and the crew giving you flack about? Trying the- to flip cars? Yeah, the flipping cars. Oh, and I also told him I tried to. I wanted to play a game with everybody. I was like, "All right, if we all put ten bucks in, you can play the game." And they're like, you know, obviously, yeah. all right, let's do this. Money's involved. So, and they're like, "Well, what's the game?" I'm like, "Okay, well, we each get to pick one car in this in this whole lot, and if if it has an alarm and you trigger the alarm, you win all the money. Whoever does it first wins. It's a car alarm game. All right, and nobody wanted to do it." I was very disappointed. I was excited about that game. I think Jay was in, 
But of course Jay was in. Two guys is not going to make much of a game. No, you'd have to have multiple people. And I had rules. I'm like, no structural damage to the car. You just kind of sit on the bumper and bounce until it goes off. Like, don't kick the car. Be respectful. Yeah. But set the alarm off. But set the alarm off. I think everybody, one guy said, can we do this at the end when we know we're done? That way, that's how we end our night. I'm like, that's fine. We didn't remember. Yeah, well, that's one of those things, too. That's probably smart thinking. Yeah. Like, I think that game's harmless, but on the same token... You set off the alarm. Now the security guards are going to be like, "Dude, come on!" Right? Like, cut us some slack here. We're trying to we're trying to be nice here with you guys. You're still raging over there in the corner. Like, we see you. Can you not walk around sitting on bumpers of cars? I hope somebody filmed the hoedown. Somebody had to have. I'm just laughing too, thinking about the security guard coming out, and there's Jay just bouncing on a bumper. Like, what are you doing, fella? Just trying to set the alarm off, man. It's sixty bucks on this. Yeah, don't sweat it, man. It's fine. We're good. Don't worry. We'll go further away. Can we bounce on those cars? Man, I stayed up till four this weekend, but there was none. Man, I should have texted you. You should have. I never thought about the. Well, you were in Canada. Yeah, I only had Wi-Fi to work with. Right. I had my phone off the whole time. So anywhere we went, that was like the million-dollar question from us Americans. Do you, Do you have, have Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi in this bar? And can I have the password? Because <laughs> none of us had a way to. And then I realized the only messages I was getting was when people had iPhones. Yeah. Well, that was the other crazy thing was like it was hot this weekend, but you know, at nighttime, it still cools off a little bit. Yeah. So then Joe has a pool. Uh So like I said, I went swimming around midnight or something. Oh, how great was that? It was awesome. Uh Uh-huh. But as I got out of the water, it was like, oh, I am freezing. So luckily I had a pair of sweatpants with me. Won't lie, Steve. I came prepared. People were like, man, you look so comfortable in those sweatpants and stuff. Uh I was like- yeah, you know. Yeah, I knew where I was going to be. But then the next morning I got up and I went out there and I'm sitting by the pool and it took like three or four minutes. I was like, oh God, I got to get out of these sweatpants. It's hot again. <laughs> oh man. Sounds like you had a fun time there though. Oh, it was great. Yeah. It was awesome. And then yesterday I came home, watched Seafair. The Blues always make a couple passes right by my building. Mm-hmm. So I was telling somebody today, it's become like my own personal tradition. I just grill some hot dogs. Put on, uh, put on the blues on TV and kind of just sit there and watch him buzz by. It's American Ted. It is. Yeah. Well, it was unbelievable, too. Like, I knew a couple times they'd pass over, but then yesterday they did their last pass with all six of them, and literally they, like, banked out right around the water, and I could see them right from my deck, and it was like, oh, sweet. I got a perfect, like, goodbye pass. I was pretty stoked. Did you catch uh, the Ronda Rousey fight? I did not. Oh. Yeah, I uh, did you so you haven't you didn't see the beatdown she put on that girl? No, that's uh-huh. I can't remember if I was telling this on the cast or not. Or were we just talking about this earlier? Oh no, so, or, yeah. All right, so me, uh, Taryn from the station was there. She knows all these people at too. At the pool party, at the pool party, and then uh, Matt from my podcast, he was there. So it's later in the in the evening. It started around like three or four. There was families there and stuff, just kind of swimming, hanging out. Uh, Shawnee, our guru, Shawnee Matt nice. was there. So I'm going to visit his new uh, float, Bellevue, in a few weeks. Nice. Yeah, my wife and I, were going to jump in a tank. Separate tanks. So at one point, me and Matt and Taryn are sitting there with another guy, and we're just sitting in the grass, in the shade, kind of chilling. And I don't know how we got talking to Ronda Rousey and Misha Tate. So we get kind of, well, not Matt, but me and Taryn are kind of getting fired up like drunk people tend to do. Yeah. Like, God damn. Like, yeah, it'd be great to see Rousey in this fight or whatever. So we... It's about 6.45, 7 p.m., so we figure we're good to go. We're like, I bet that fight's starting right now. 
So we get all fired up. The guy whose house it is, we're like, dude, if we give you money, and he's like, yeah, of course, put on the fight. I right. don't care. So we run into the basement. We're all fired up. We find it. The fight's already over because <laughs> we did not take into account time change. We completely missed it. And it was amazing because we were so worked up. Like, we've got to watch this fight. Right. And then it was like, oh, it's over. All right, whatever. So, <clears throat> so then you fast forward. This was like at seven. Like six, five, six hours later, it's like midnight or one. And somebody looks at me and Taryn and goes, who won the Rousey fight? We're like, no, we don't know. And somebody's like, you were so riled up. Right. You didn't we even never, bothered to check. Never even bothered to look it up or to check. That's the beauty of Facebook, man. I was able to watch the fight on Facebook. No somebody, kidding. Well, somebody just videoed the fight, and it's 34 seconds, so I watched the whole thing. Yeah. I was able to put aside enough time to enjoy that match. Yeah. There were some interesting characters, too. Yeah. There was, uh, there was one guy that like seemed really wasted. You ever seen people just kind of take a header from a standstill? Uh-huh. You know, like they just kind of fall forward? Yeah. yeah. It's like, man, this guy is really drunk. So luckily, he was spending the night, so he kind of disappears, I was convinced that he just took off and was, was going to kill himself. But apparently he just went to sleep in one of the rooms. Wow. I just mean like driving home he was going to kill oh, himself. Oh, I was like, geez, man, maybe you should have talked to him. No, I didn't mean he was going to commit suicide. Uh, so the next morning we get up, and here he comes out of this room, <laughs> and he's like, Joe, your, your kid's, kid, or kid's room tried to kill me. And he's like, I ran into the bedpost, and his like eyes ah, bleeding, and he keeps touching it. So we're like, well, first stop touching it, right? And then, uh, then when he leaves, somebody else is like, I was like, man, that guy was wasted last night. And I was like, he still looks kind of wasted. And somebody goes, yeah, I don't think he's drank in two years. I don't know if he's really supposed to be drinking. And I was like, oh, oh man, well, that explains it. Yeah, yeah, he forgot that he needs to pace himself. Well, that, and all right, look, personally, the other thing that kind of got to me was he kept talking about how much weed he brought to the party, uh-huh. but every time he'd hand you his pipe or the bowl, it was like basically cashed, and he'd be like, oh, no, you can't get one more out of there, and it's like, look, fella, you're bragging about having all this weed on right. you, and now you're getting on us because we're not flipping the bowl for the 10th time, like, you either got this weed or you don't. That could be the 16th sign that you are a douche. Yeah, right. Don't first of all, don't brag about how much you brought. Be friendly. Offer people some some food, beverage, or smoke. That's right. nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man, I got all this weed on me. All right, Ted. This one flew by. Yeah, man. Next week we're wrestling. Yes, on the podcast, Ted and I are going to engage in some Greco-Roman. All right, submission. Yes. Should I bring my singlet? Well, I mean, it'll be awkward if I'm the only one in one. What if we showed up to Monday Night Raw in singlets? In singlets? Would they let us in? Yeah. They keep an eye on us. Reluctantly. Reluctantly. If we start whipping and neighing in singlets, I don't know what would happen. (laughs) Reluctantly crouched in their singlets. (laughs) He's going the distance. All right, let's get out of here. Let's get some push-ups going. Everybody can see which way we hang. (laughs) What if we overly stuff them? (laughs) Like with cucumbers? Yes. Or we should do it with carrots, and then we could pull them out every once in a while and just snack on them and then put them back in there. (laughs) That would really creep people out. (laughs) Only when we're on camera, too. Yeah, exactly. Just imagine a guy reaches into a singlet, pulls out what you thought was his penis, (laughs) takes a bite, and then puts it back in. You have to hold it up in the air like it's Excalibur sword for a half a second, too. Oh, 100%. Look at this carrot, and then just eat it. (laughs) All right. On that note. Yeah, let's get out of here. Thank you for listening. Find us on Twitter at the Megacast. 
Next week, it's all about the WWE. Where are we pre-gaming? Why not Sports Bar in Everett? Why not? Right across the street. It's the letter Y and then N-O-T. <laughs> M-O-N-E-Y. Yeah, money. Here we go. Let's get that. I like doing them to his music. This is good. Yeah. You got any requests for next week's? I don't know. Maybe Stone Cold? Good pick. Yeah. I just like that glass breaking. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next week, we get 10 to Stone Cold's theme song. Break his neck, break his neck. Does your man look like your heart skips a beat when you look at him? If not, you can call me too, okay? I can come and help you on that man getting himself together for the right M-O-N-E-Y. That's called money, baby. That's money, baby. Money.